Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Like nothing you have ever heard before. It's a tough room. It's the place to be. Thrive to survive. It's Taz. It's the Moose. It's CBS Sports Radio. One, two. You know it's every day. Moose and Taz be paving the way. Talking about every sport. You know that they never missing a play. From the NBA to the NFL to college games. They always bring in the knowledge. Nobody ever can try to go stop it. Only be talking the truth. Only be talking the truth. Hey, you know it's Taz and Moose. You know it's Taz and Moose. Hey. All right, Taz of the Moose with you here on this Friday morning, CBS Sports Radio. Two hours down, hour left to play with. We're going right up until 9 a.m. Eastern time. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studio. Rocket Mortgage with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. Number to call, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Attention hotline fans. Thank you, Pete. That uh, The toll-free line is brought to you by Geico. Great news. Quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com. 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. The locked in Shep and Pete across the way, bogish as we take you right up until nine, Taz. Um, and a, a good first couple hours. Uh, oh, yes. And, and wrapping up hour number two, talking a little NFL with Russell Baxter. And what do you need to know as you wrap up the work week, head off to work? Maybe you're heading home. Maybe uh, you're home already, vacation. What do you need to know on this Friday morning? Here you go. Yeah. It is now time for the three. We get you caught up on the three biggest headlines of the day with Taz and the Moose. Number one. Cam Newton leaves last night's game with an ankle sprain and doesn't return. That does not return. Let's hear from uh, Ron Rivera, shall we? Uh, here he is uh, talking about uh, Newton's injury after the game last night. He's in a walking boot. That's all I can tell you. I, I can't tell. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. When I, when I get a chance to watch tape, I might know, but I don't know. No, I, I don't think he's lying. I don't think Coach is lying. I, I, at that time, I don't think he did know. I, I do think there's a lot to go over in a game and a lot of stuff, and these guys just, just want to get out of Dodge. I, I understand your starting quarterback, just, you know, your Cam Newton, uh, just is leaving the building in a walking boot. That You know that's a serious thing. Look, Newton, uh, you know, he had surgery on that left ankle, okay, in March of 2014. So this this could be something that just never healed right. I mean, I don't know, he's played for several years on it, so that could be a stretch. But maybe there's some weakness in there because of that. Or just maybe got a roll. I think it was on a sack or whatever. But, you know, he sat out the first two preseason games. Um, to just be cautious of, of the scope that he had on that throwing shoulder, the throwing arm. So... You know, now the poor guy's got this thing going on. So if you're a Panther fan right now, you're a little worried. Uh, yeah, you, you have to be concerned. And and sometimes also you don't know the severity of an injury until the next day. Absolutely. Um, where you look Absolutely. at swelling and you look at other things, you might not be able to get at the clear picture of it uh, until the next day, Taz. And uh, and you know that better than anybody uh, being through the, uh, the battles that you were through over the course of your career as an athlete. So uh, you look at Newton, here's what you need to know, it, uh, you know, 
it's not a good sign. Uh, you know, he's coming off the shoulder injury. As you mentioned, Taz, it's an ankle that he's already had surgery on. Uh, he's leaving the stadium last night in a walking boot. Um, and even, say, for argument's sake, Taz, say, for argument's sake, it's, an an- it's a high ankle sprain, mm. right? And that's the severity of it. A high ankle sprain mm. takes four to six weeks to get over. <laughs> that Especially is, that when, you're, is, when you're a guy, what is he, 6'4", 6'5", six, six, five, five, yeah. 200 and what is he, I don't know, 30 pounds, something like that, 235? Probably even more than that, yeah. I don't know what he weighs. Right but, around that. Yeah. But the point being is that that's usually man, a four to six week injury. Right. And if you continue to play on it, you're not going to give it time to heal. So And, and we that, know his style playing moves. He's, he's, not a straight, he's not a straight drop back, straight drop back quarterback. We're not talking about old school Dan Marino here, you know, in the pocket. You know, he's not Tom Brady's style quarterback. He's he's a mobile or mobile. He's a mobile quarterback. He's a mobile quarterback. So he's got to move. That's his thing, man. So this could be a big, big, big issue here. Right. And and Taz, here's the when you see more and more quality veteran players, impact players getting hurt over the course of the preseason. Um, I I do think you're going to have more of the Frank Reich tact to preseason football where starters don't play. I think you're right. I was shocked Brady played a little bit. Yeah, yesterday. he did. I, was I know. I, mean, I know. Really, but, but, but Belichick's that old school kind of guy. I think I think NFL coaches are more <clears throat> fearful of injury than a guy maybe not may, than maybe a guy having a little rust and football rust on him week one. You said, think, wait, you said newer, new, say that again. I think new, newer coaches oh, are yeah, more yeah, yeah. afraid of injury right. than a guy having a little bit of, say, ring rust week one. I totally agree with you. That's a good point. I totally agree. I, but those older school coaches, like a Gruden, like a, a, a Belichick, like these guys, even a Ron Rivera, right? You know, these type guys, they're, they're a little bit more, uh, go out there, let's knock the rust off. Go right. out there and grind it out. You know, play a, play a couple series here and there, and just just so you, you, you we get you we're warming you up for the season. Where these newer cats, these newer coaches are like, nah, we're good. Just let the, let our guys sit out. <laughs> and last last year, remember we talked about it all throughout the course of the preseason, the Rams played nobody. Right, right. And they right. ended up going to the Super Bowl. That's right. And you know, so Moose, and you know this, it's a double edged sword sometimes because if you have the mindset, if we're gonna just say we stereotype and put all the newer style coaches in a in a bucket, right? So if you're gonna if you're going to do a deal where let's not play, you know, our starters or our stars and let's rest them, then it's a double-edged sword because then once the season starts, now you can get injured because you're not in that that fast-paced game speed, high, high intensity throughout, you know, four quarters. You know, now it's like you're going from, from 30 miles an hour practice to 150 every and Sunday. you're not ready for it. You're not ready. But, you know, it's a double-edged sword. But then if you're playing during the preseason – you get a guy walking out, a star quarterback with a walking boot on. Right, and you can look at the deficiencies in terms of, of a guy not being ready uh, for game speed. or And you can also look at it, the inefficiency of an offense and a defense as well, where guys are not necessarily on the same page because you're able to work some of that stuff out during preseason games of where you need to be, and now you're trying to work some of those things out during the course of the regular season. Right, right. Which True. is why sometimes week one, week two of the NFL regular season, it's not the greatest football you'll see, and oftentimes you see teams playing their best football as the season does go along. Yeah, and you know, there, I think there is a way, I, I, it's a little bit off topic, but just humor me for a second, Moose. I think there is a way to make preseason games. I just had this thought. I think there is a way to do it. Where how you know to make preseason games more in uh, more intriguing for people to watch, right? <clears throat> so 
Okay, we talk about hard knocks a lot. So, or, or the, the other, I'm drawing a blank on the other show. It's on Netflix um, that does like a behind the oh, scenes. Oh, they did the Arizona they, last year. And they did the, the Panthers one year. Yeah, they did maybe the Arizona Ra- was two years ago. They did the Dallas Cowboys. I know what you're talking yeah, yeah, I just can't remember the name uh, of it. It was on Showtime, was it not? I, I saw one. Oh, no, I'm thinking about the Notre Dame and Florida State. That no, was no, on this Showtime. is something different. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't, it's on Netflix. Whatever. I think it's Netflix. But regardless, it's people like. I think as sports fans, we all love to have the curtain pulled back. I know what wrestling fans, they love to, on my podcast, if I give any stuff behind the scenes, what happens with prep or stuff, you know, whatever. People love to be behind the curtain. So that's what Hard Knocks does, right? It brings you behind the curtain. You know what I mean? It's documentary style. So in a preseason game, I know it's, again, a little, how do you make it more intriguing where you don't have to play the stars? You don't have to play the guys. And so we want to watch the game, mic guys up. Maybe you know two guys are battling for a a defensive tackle spot. These two guys are battling to be the starting DT or or the second string DT. Mic them up. You know, and, and maybe the announcers before the game give a little, you know, give a little backstory on it. Show some stuff in practice. Yeah. Now, but you're building characters. You would. It, you're right about that. That's yeah. true. And it's a storyline to follow. That's, that, you know, that's that's a you know that's a that's a good idea. Now, it's something. Hold on, I'm sorry. It was Amazon Prime. Amazon Video Prime. Jones. Okay. That's okay. what it was on. Amazon I still Prime. Still remember the name. Of it. A season with. Okay. Um, the one issue you'd have there, though, Taz, is you couldn't go live with those mics. That's a great point. That'd be drop city. Okay, because yeah, that'd be drops. Is there dumps, a thing, dumps there are left and right. Because yeah. there are things being said. That's, that, a, that's that a good point. Cool. Just tell the guys not to curse. Exactly. <laughs> They'll follow that. Oh, yeah, no problem. Right, right in the middle exactly. of battle. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that part's uh, important. Right. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, they don't have the games live. Right. Tape them. No, this okay. game will be aired at midnight Eastern. <laughs> Yeah, uh, live, uh, live delay, tape delay, as we call it in the yeah, biz, right? Yeah, no, no, I don't. Um, but no, I, I, well, my idea, I, I, listen. About it. <laughs> here's the one thing: it worked for the All Star Game in baseball. Sure did. People loved it. I love when they mic up the outfield. People loved it. They mic'd up the outfielder. Oh, you love Freddie Freeman talking oh, to Justin Fred. Verlander opening inning, yeah. uh, and Verlander basically telling him to sit down yep, and, yep, and yep. stuff like that. You like. That that was great. That awesome. was great. It added a level of intrigue to the game that you didn't have before. <laughs> they did it just last week on Sunday Night Baseball. I was watching, and they were in uh, Williamsport, Pennsylvania, about a Little League World Series gimmick, and they had, I'm drawing a blank on a kid's name, the pitcher from uh, uh, the Pirates. Oh, God, I can see his face Archer? right now. Yes. What's his first name? Do you remember? Chris Archer. Chris Archer. He was sitting in the – he wasn't pitching that day. But while the game was happening, they had him mic'd up with a camera on. He was sitting in the audience. I can't. I think the team was from Massachusetts, the Little League team. He was sitting with the kids That's and great. talking to the kids. They had them all mic'd up. And, and the announcers, did, you know, A-Rod and uh, – I can't remember the play-by-play guy's name. And, Matt and, Frisch, and, and Yes, yes. And and, uh, and Jessica. What's her name? Jessica Mendoza. Mendoza. Right? Yeah, so they're in there talking to Archer while he's talking to the kids for a couple of innings. It was a lot of fun, man. That's great. It, it made it more intriguing. You yeah, know? It, was, that, it was pretty that, cool. That's yeah. good stuff. That's uh, that's something that you got to do where you have to be a little bit more creative to grab people's attention. Yeah, it didn't take away from the game at all. It that's really awesome. didn't. You know, and this kid, Archer, he wasn't pitching, so he was chilling out. He was an off day for him. He wasn't locked in like Shep is here on the on, when he's, he's, he's producing. Like he said earlier, he's locked in. Oh, he's just focused. <laughs> that's all he is. It's just the focus. Intense. This is it. Intense is right. <laughs> all right. Next. Yeah. Number two. Raiders topped the Green Bay Packers on an 80-yard field goal on Thursday. Wow, a little humor. Wow, ah, 80-yard field goal on that? Thursday. That's the, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I had to keep that. <laughs> 
Once we got Zach on the air earlier, he yeah. he came in here when you he waited for you to leave the studio. And then he started up a conversation about with you. NASCAR. Yeah. If you know me, I'm such a I, guru you love on NASCAR. It. Right. Yeah. So so he's talking about NASCAR. And I'm like, yeah. Richard Petty. Oh yeah. The king. AJ Foyt. All these guys. Yeah, so. Yeah. All right. Uh, Let's play it again. Let's hear it again. Next question. Yeah, no, no, no. Raiders topped the Green Bay Packers on an 80-yard field goal on Thursday. Yeah, oh, so it was it was not an 80-yard field goal. They no. played in Winnipeg, <laughs> in Manitoba, uh, on a on a CFL field, and unfortunately, they could there were two holes that they could not get the turf over to where the turf would stay down. So instead of playing on a hundred-yard field. They played on an 80-yard field and took those issues with the field away. Now, um, the Raiders used one of their home preseason games to play up in Winnipeg. Uh, They talked to, you know, I think they talked to people in Edmonton and uh, Winnipeg and Honolulu. And there was another Canadian city. They settled in on Winnipeg. How do you not have this ironed out uh, where that field is ready to go a week ago, Taz? How do, you, how, how, how do you have field members on the field working 20 minutes before that game is kicked off trying to stamp down oh the God. turf over the holes in the end zone? How yeah, are you putting, doing that? They're putting big, giant patches of sod over, to, to, to your point, to cover the holes. Like, of, like do you not? And then how about the, the goal line started at the – now that they had, a, they had to eliminate field goals in the game and kicking. So the goal line now started at the 10-yard line. Right, no kickoffs. You no start kickoffs. at the fifteen-yard no line. I mean, they had to change the rules of the game because the and now the specs of the field's wrong. The quality of the field sucked. Okay, and it, how does this happen? Oh, I, I listen. I mean, this is crazy. Uh, it, it, it's a terrible look. Anyway, oh. you cut it. It's a terrible look. Last night, it's embarrassing. The NFL should be embarrassed. There have been a couple of these situations before. You get why you would expand it. You understand trying to bring interest, but the other issue you have is you know. What was it? 33 Packer players did not even make the trip. Yeah. Um, and 24 Raider Raiders, players, yeah. including the uh, number four overall pick, did not make the trip up to yeah, win Farrell, a the, the awesome right. defensive so end from this Clemson. Is, yeah. I mean, this is supposed to be the dress rehearsal for the regular season. This was week three of the NFL preseason, and you have a combined 57 football players for both teams not even making the trip to Winnipeg. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Think about uh, it, it's, it's horrible. Crazy. It's horrible. It's really bad. And it's like up, up there in Canada, I mean, it's, they have a, it's a CFL field. CFL they, field. Yeah. I mean, like, what are we doing? Like, I understand the specs are different. Someone actually tweeted. I saw a tweet and uh, about this. About the, I, I should have it in front of me. I'm having an issue with my Dynaflow here, though. That's why. Uh, so give me a second. I'll try and find this as Moose stalls. All right. Well, okay, yeah. Thank you, So Moose. that's another issue when you look at uh, the NFL preseason is – the way that it's being approached by coaches, the lack of interest you have it from the fan base, and then you have the issue last night with the field. It's just another it latest, is. greatest example here for maybe an adjustment uh, when you look at preseason football, yeah. um, even more so than anything else, because the modern view of preseason football is different than, say, the 1985 view yeah. uh, of preseason football. And certainly the athletes are different. Um, guys, NFL players used to use, you know, training camps or preseason football to get themselves in shape. You know, more often than not, they're a guy, you know, for the most part, I'm talking about 98, 99% of the guys that show up in training camp already in fantastic right. condition. They don't need training camp to get themselves into shape. They're trying to make a team. Trying to make a team, right. Uh, social media update real quick. On this topic, Rob Curry. 
at Curry underscore Rob. Uh, he tagged everybody on the show. Uh, fun fact, CFL fields are 100 meters instead of 100 yards, which would explain why CFL fields are longer than NFL ones. Might explain why the field in Winnipeg was only 80 yards. How the CFL allowed it, it's beyond me. Uh, so there you go, Rob Curry. There you go. Thank you, Rob. I appreciate, appreciate you joining right. in the show, social media-wise. Thank you. Next. Uh, number three. Daniel Jones shows he's the real deal last night against the Bengals. Yeah, and then you grade out players based on preseason football. Um, and uh, we talked to Russell Baxter earlier in the show about this, Taz. I don't think you make a declaration that Daniel Jones is the guy. Uh, and run around and, and and say that he's the man for the Giants based on what he has done in the preseason. I will say this, though. He doesn't look overwhelmed. He looks the part. He's handled himself beautifully. I don't know if I just got drafted coming out of college and I'm in my early 20s and I get drafted by a team and I show up at a baseball stadium and everyone's booing me. Mm. And I'm getting called out by a fellow quarterback in the National Football League in GQ, like Big Daniel Jones did, yeah, yeah. where I'm getting booed left and right, and everyone's basically saying, how could they possibly draft me sixth overall? I don't know if I would handle it as well as Daniel Jones has handled it. And I think that's a testament to him. And certainly that's one aspect of it, his personality, uh, his character traits. The yeah. other aspect of it, can he make all the throws? And I think what you've seen here, aside from a couple of <laughs> fumbles, in game two of the preseason, Daniel Jones has really looked good for the Giants. He sure has. And I, I'm with you. I know I, if I was coming to the league, like you just said, early 20s, and a guy like Mayfield or somebody's talking smack about me and I'm getting ripped in the, in the biggest market in the world before anything even starts, you know, in New York City, tri-state area, I'd be ready to throw down and, and just crack someone. Yeah, I'm sure. That's just me. But, uh, but yeah, so Daniel Jones was 9 of 11, 141 yards. Um, you know, very impressive. And you remember... All the chatter last year behind Eli was Kyle Aletta, the other quarterback out of Richmond. Yes. Okay, who's still on the squad. He's still on the depth chart there. So I, I would assume he's going to drop to the third spot. Mm-hmm. And, and then you got Alex Tanney. Remember him? He's yep. there too. So, but Daniel Jones, man. I, I wouldn't even be surprised if Aletta doesn't even make the team if they keep Tanny and have Jones, Tanny Jones, and Eli. You know? They keep Could be. I mean, uh, you know, Maybe. It doesn't matter. It looks Loletta. Yeah, he had, he had 77 yards yesterday with Tanny had 25. I don't know how much each of them played because my TV went out because all the my storms. Teams, all 25 of them. The storms throughout the plains of Long Island. I mean, your your uh, cable bill must be extreme. Oh, it's crazy. I have so many TVs I and know. it's the, the satellite dishes, the cable. I actually, all kidding aside, I actually have the satellites and I also do have other rooms that have cable. So I could have actually watched the games. Like, I re- I'm not kidding. I really do. Oh, that's right. True story. I do. I'm not. I, it's crazy. Why am I paying for this? I got to talk to my wife. Any Because she wants to escape me anywhere. So she has TVs in every room to just avoid me. It's like, why we, why, like honey, why do we need a TV you right. know, in, in, the, in the you know the half bathroom? In our right. Den? You find out where your like, wife is when she's watching Law and Order. <laughs> dun, dun. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> it's like, what? Like she's just trying to avoid me. Right. It's like, oh, honey, can't get away from this guy. It's Barcelona order. It's like, unbelievable. Oh. Uh, so there are your three big headlines here on this Monday morning. Cam Newton banged up ankle. Uh, field issues up in Winnipeg. Preseason game three between the Packers and the Raiders. And Daniel Jones looking the part so far for the New York Giants. It's Taz and the Moose on this Friday morning. 
Makes a little Conor McGregor in the news. Oh. We'll get into that next. Who's, he is a, I mean, if there's a guy that knows well, how knuckleheads the word you're looking for. Knuckleheads. <laughs> That's the word you're looking for. <laughs> Thank you, Taz. It's Taz Moose, CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. That's right, on a Friday morning here. And uh, thanks for being locked in. Sirius and XM 206, the app as well. Check out the podcast each and every day. We appreciate all the downloads. You guys have been spectacular. Uh, Radio.com, Apple Podcasts, really pretty much Taz, anywhere you can find your podcast, right? Well, of course, yeah, that's how you get Taz and the Moose free every day. You know, listen, we do a long show. It's three hours a day, okay? Yes. You, You people, okay, out there are busy. You're at work, you're going to school, you're sleeping in, uh, you're having breakfast or lunch with family members, friends, and co-workers and former friends. So, you know, you don't have time to listen. Maybe, maybe you don't have time to listen to three hours live every day. No. That's when you get yourself on Stitcher. You get yourself on... Uh, Andrew just walked in. He was working one of his... Actually late this time. One of his burner <laughs> Twitter accounts. That's yes. what he's doing, Moose. Oh, that's um, true, I know. Yeah. That, so, is, um, that is true. There it is. Yes, yes, yes. So you could download the show free podcast of Taz and the Moose uh, at Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, Radio.com on the app or the website. Uh, you also can get the Taz show in those spots, too, if you're into wrestling content uh, no doubt. of someone. Check it out. And basketball at, drives. At a, no, that's actually wrong. That's not over there. It's on Apple Podcasts. I actually had an outburst on the podcast yesterday, Moose. Bad. The Taz. I went and I was talking, I was doing on the Taz show. I had an yeah. outburst about commentary and wrestling. And I talked about myself a little bit. Um, rare. Really? Yeah. Stunning. <laughs> and you know when you're going to say something? I just did that. And I wanted to stop myself not to say that in front of you. And then I, it just came out. Yeah. So anyway, um, <laughs> so, you know, I, I, I basically deemed myself the best. Like I can oh. still go into commentary. T- and I can. I still can sit there. And I didn't come off as humble. But I kept saying humbly speaking while I'm cursing and screaming. Like, it was a bad outburst. Bad. Sounds great to hear your voice. I, I'm looking. I got to check. Is it, it um, when's that coming out? It's that, dropped that, yesterday. It dropped? Yeah, okay. Good, you're on top of the Taz show. But, yeah, so I know you're very I'm, busy. I, I, I didn't, know. No, no, no. no, no. I okay. didn't know it's it dropped stuff. yesterday. Sometimes you, you, you drop it all over. You know, you drop new ones all over the place. I wasn't sure if it dropped, you know, Lately, late I've been dropping or... Afternoon Drive Jones. I've, gotcha. I've been doing them. That's what I've been doing. Gotcha. You, you understand the all entire right. terms. You well, get there you go. So Very you had nice. a little outburst. I, I think I might have came across uh, a little bit egotistical, arrogant, and crazy. So it might have uh, – Pete the Body said he's going to listen later on to give me a little breakdown from a wrestling fan perspective because he's a big fan. You are a so monster. So you ranked so. yourself as one. And oh, then, yes, I and did. And then who was two? <laughs> no one. I, I basically, I, I'm not kidding. I, I didn't talk about that's, anyone else but me. That's, so a, that's a great ranking. It's system. bad, dude. I, I, I really – this is like the first time in a now, long when time. You listen to it, real. did like the hair on the back of your neck stand up? And we're like maybe this is a little I much. I did when I heard it back, and and then I forgot to tell my producer Brian to edit it out because I was gonna. I don't normally edit anything out. I usually just go raw Jones straight out live to tape city. Boom, here we go. And this was like ah, oh, this came across really hardcore. But you know what? People heard it and they're like, dude, you know you're not lying. You are the best. Oh, the we over nation. Well, they they know. So, like, so of course they are. <laughs> They know, they know, they know no, talent. Know. They know my just, talents, please. So, yeah. no, because I, you know, that was pretty no, you, good. You, Taz, pretty you're great. Good, bro. It, you it's know, amazing. Appreciate it's that. just, uh, it's what? amazing they're not on. It, 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 what is the, 
I, I can't say what I was about to say. Oh, you, I can hear you literally biting your tongue <laughs> like crazy. I can't say. That. I can hear you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. it. No, I can't say it. I can't say it. You've said so much no, no, about me and the wheel. You've over. got a tremendous support system. Oh, for a lot of years, I built that. Absolutely. I could go on and on about me if you'd like. No, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. But. But Check the, out the Taz show. Taz, oh, he's just buttoning it up, by the way. It's he's a solid 40 minutes of Taz talking about Taz. <laughs> Mark, Mark. That's not true. I, I, there was a, a he good... opened up the show talking about himself, <laughs> and he closed out the show talking about the fact he was the greatest wrestling commentator of all time. And don't forget, about five minutes of that, towards the end, I plugged my merchandise <laughs> store where you could buy all my T-shirts and hats. So I made sure I took care of that, too. Exactly. Daddy needs a new pair of shoes. Hey, you know, uh, it's a tough world out there. Uh, you, know, you like jam? You know, I'm in the radio biz. You know what uh, what's going on, Andrew? Oh, hey, guys. Hello. Uh, so the Packers and... Oh, sorry, Weird Al, my bad. The Packers and Raiders played on like it's new. On just 80 yards in Winnipeg last night, the end zones taken out of play because the holes in each one of them for the CFL goalposts were not covered well enough. Both teams kept their starters out of the game. Oakland won it 22-21 on a late field goal. 80-yard field goal the on Pan- Thursday. The Panthers <laughs> lost in New England, told you, 10-3. And more importantly, they lost Cam Newton to a left foot or ankle injury. Newton appeared to get hurt when tackled in the first quarter. He left Foxborough in a walking boot. GM Marty Herney said last night, quote, we hope it's not too bad. More tests back at home today for Cam. The Ravens didn't play Lamar Jackson in Philly, and RG3 is still out with a thumb injury. So in stepped Trace McSorley. On third down and five. McSorley going deep down the near sideline, and it is caught for a touchdown. Michael Floyd takes it in for six. Jerry Sandusky, Ravens Radio, the Penn State product, threw for two scores, ran for one, and a 26-15 victory over the Eagles. Wow. I'm sorry, it's about you, I'm sure. No, it's, well, I'm the co-host of the show, so it's actually half my show, not yours. So sorry I interrupted you on my show. So sorry about that. My bad. Sorry. (laughs) There you, Taz. Yesterday, we were teammates Okay, yeah. So uh, anyway, Moose and I were talking about Trace yesterday. McSorley from Penn State. Yes. On the show? Wow. Thanks for listening. See that? Thank you. There you go. Just hanging out with Zach. Thank you. This is a smarmy comment. Of course. Yes, it is smarmy. You're right, Moose. You know, I'm really starting to think, Andrew, you probably need your ass kicked. I mean, I'm just, I mean, I, I mean, I mean, that's not really subtle. This is Andrew Bogish. Exactly. Not subtle, but I'm just saying, you. there's a good uh, chance that needs to happen. I'm Andrew Bogish. I really, seriously. Shut up. Because it, it gets to a point where you, you might need to be beaten. Not by me. I'm not threatening you. I would never threaten anyone. Right. It but, sounds helpful. <laughs> I mean, like you have my best interests in mind. Like, yeah. I wouldn't mind if you walked outside right after the show, right out in the building, and then just like. I don't know, some seven-year-old kid gets off his bike and just starts whooping your ass. See, the problem <laughs> with that is, um, un- unlike you, I, c- I keep working after this show, so I can't unlike leave the you. building. Oh, I can't you hear that? Yeah, it's just about 55. I can't start out of here. Yeah, you, you don't even have to go outside, though. It can happen right here in the studio. <laughs> That's even a better this point. This is Andrew Bogus. Nobody has, there has to be no bike, no jumping no, off. No, no seven-year-old kid. No, no there's no, nothing no, there. It can no. happen right here, right now. Yeah, that's even a better point. Hey, the other Zach Gell. But I did work. But I did, but I did work. I did, I, I did work yesterday after the show. I did a podcast. Yeah, I, you I'm did a podcast, recording right. podcasts. I, 
talk for a living, like Moose talks for a living. I mean, we're, we're working. You only see us for a small moment. I know, and I don't your, like it. Your glib attitude has gotten to the point for two years now that I'm sick of you and your face. Happy wow. Friday. Okay, so just letting you know. Okay? I'm not speaking for Moose. I'm speaking for me. It's, it feels There's like a good Moose chance agrees, he hates though. you, too, yeah. though, because he's not saying anything. No. no I'm, 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 what is... Let it happen. I don't, know what, I don't know what we're watching that's happening in Midtown either what right is, now. I what see, is going on in Midtown here? Dude, I see that. What, what I don't is, know who she is or what she's doing. This woman's singing, and it's... it's I just over. got this... Uh, yeah. Dude, I, 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 what, is, what is going on here? It's... Entertaining, and there's no audio, and we're just watching this uh, on a different her, her, network. Yeah, her name appears to be Lizzo, based on the tweets oh, that are running on the bottom of the screen. I know her name. I sound, we sound like a get off the lawn moment here. No, no, no. no it's not Lizzo. a get off the lawn moment. Oh, it's not a matter of uh, of Lizzo. It's a matter of she had like a a something over her face when she got out of like an old Cadillac. I had no idea what the hell it was. It she's was just dressed very scantily, she's a hip hop star. Yes, scantily clad and. She's not, um, well, she's, she's, um, back to me. Giants rookie QB Daniel Jones, 9 of she's 11. She's big bone. I was trying to save you. 141 yards she's in a big bone. 25-23 win in Cincinnati. Washington. I'll give her a ton of credit. She's got a lot of confidence. I, I could never pull off that outfit. Oh. <laughs> I, I couldn't either. If you want to go home, single for a living. <laughs> I did wear a singlet, and that's almost like a singlet that she's really wearing. Is. That's what's awkward. For it right really now. is. <laughs> Taz, there's your attire. Uh, there's your new gear. In Taz. gold. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, dude, I have about about six lines I could say right now, but I'm not going to. I know, I know I you probably do too. I do. Andrew uh, just wants to do go his ahead, update. Andrew. He's Let's making a. He's making. We call him Moose. Let me teach you a word, uh, a line in wrestling that we call when jerk. a guy. When I, well, besides <laughs> jerk. When a guy has to lose a match and he don't want to lose, it's called boo boo face. Oh. Boo boo face. Woo, woo, woo. The guys, when they, when they get told they got to lose a match and they don't want to. Right. The, the, like Bret Hart. I'm not going to say names, but. Um, <laughs> You well, went right over the real. head with it. No problem. Yeah. But <laughs> No, you didn't have to say that, but that's the famous match. He didn't want to lose his that's, final match. That is definitely the famous match. But there's tons every week that that happens. Right. For years. So guys don't want to look. So, Andrew, sometimes when we show our awesome chemistry because of our success and it is our show and we're stars, and he sees that, and, he, and then he don't get his time to shine on the show, he gets the boo-boo face. Yes, that's true. Thank you for that. Thank you, Andrew. You done? Sure. All right. No, do you have anything else? Nope. Doesn't matter. What's going on in the FedEx Cup? Doesn't matter. Oh, come on. See, here we go. Justin Thomas, Baby, Brooks, Baby Jones. And, hold on. Stand by. And Xander what are you, Shockley. Six? What am I talking to my son? <laughs> dude, you've hosted with him. Like, if I I'm mean, not here, geez. dude, he does this thing. Oh, uh, I feel like, right. I feel like I'm talking no, to my four year old son. I don't do that to Moose. I feel like, I feel like I'm talking to my four year old son, Paul. You know, when you're I'm not done. here, I'm out. You're not Paul, here, and he co hosts with me, Andrew. No, I know. He pushes the. And he shuts the mic. Yeah. And he zips away from the well, microphone. I'm sure you let him speak, right? Well, I, I don't interrupt. I let oh. him speak. Oh, you, you don't interrupt Bogish, no. but you. <laughs> he also pushes back. Andrew, this is your time. <laughs> the guy the pushes away from the mic, and I, the first time we did it, I'm like, what is going on? This guy just gave up. No, Bilotti told me about like the, light, the light system for Bogish. So he sets up the, the red light, green light. So when the green light lights, you could speak. When the red light goes up, you just sit there and listen. God. 
It's like it's like. I thought you meant how I was lit in the studio. It's like how you teach an animal. Bogus waits for the green light to be able to speak, and then it quickly goes back to red. And Taz's like, "Back to me." It's I have some new shirts going out there. They're actually in two different studios it's, too. Uh, right. Wow. It's it's like no, it's like it's like how, how in the zoo they teach like the chimpanzees oh, how to speak. Now. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Thanks. Right. It's like the you know, but a light. And he considered it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. My god. Thank you, Andrew. Hey, my pleasure, guys. You Have a great it, right. weekend. You That's as it. well. Can't wait for Monday. Uh we'll come back. We'll talk a little bit about Colin McGregor. We'll also talk a little bit uh, Connor McGregor. We'll also talk a little bit about the undercard as well. That comes your way next. It's a Friday morning. Task Moose with you, CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. That's right. And uh, CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line is brought to you by our good friends at Geico. Great news. Quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com. And in 15 minutes... You could save 15% or more on car insurance. Time right now, Taz, to answer our Ask the Pros question of the day, brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Today's question is from Billy in Arkansas. Uh, Billy writes in, who will start more games for the Giants this season, Eli Manning or Daniel Jones? Don't forget, you can submit a question by going to cbssportsradio.com slash askthepros. Keeping a car clean, simple, and expensive form of maintenance. O'Reilly Auto Parts is the cleaning and detailing products you need, including washes, waxes, polishes, leather, and vinyl care. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts for Clean Car Month. O'Reilly Auto Parts, better parts, better prices well, every single day. Um, um, you want to go first? You can. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say Eli. I think Eli. Uh, I knew you were going to say that. I disagree. <laughs> I, I knew it. No, because it goes back to a discussion we had weeks and weeks ago. It does. I, I think it's Daniel Jones. I do. I, I, I tell you, man, I think Daniel Jones is going to be the starter by week three. And he's the hot hand right now, dude. In in the town, in New York, right now, in regards to Giants football, no one's talking about the starter, who's Eli. Everybody's talking about the kid out of Duke. They are. It's about the excitement <laughs> level of what potentially what he can provide for them. Uh, there's there's no doubt about it, Taz. And, and he's not making it easier on Eli Manning. He's making it more difficult because uh, if Eli does not play well uh, and he does struggle – there's going to be even more and more clamoring for Daniel Jones because Daniel Jones has looked good in the preseason. And Eli knows that. <clears throat> Eli knows that. And, you know, he's he's unflappable. He's not going to let that bother him. But he knows that. Eli knows that. Now, look, maybe Eli plays great. You know, he's had great success and, and a, an unbelievable career. And he's obviously – Eli's obviously in the twilight of his career. <clears throat> but and, – and the other thing, too, side note, and we talked about, I think, earlier in the week, you and I, about Eli and, and, and Jones, like – there's, it's almost like Daniel Jones is a, a character personality-wise, like a, a, a new, younger version of Eli. He really is. The demeanor, you know? Yeah, no mm-hmm. doubt. He's like the same person. Really, it's strange. It is strange. They have a similar guys. look, a similar vibe. Uh, they get along. Do we know if Eli's been cool with him? Can you talk uh, think, to your people? Yeah, I think they have gotten along. I haven't heard otherwise. Eli's kind of helping him? Uh, I wouldn't tough say spot. that. Yeah, I wouldn't spot. say that. Uh, I wouldn't, uh, you know, I think Eli's sticking to what he said a year ago. His job is not there to coach a young quarterback. Right. I think he'll help him, but 
I think it's more learning from osmosis, Taz. Like watching, <clears throat> yeah. Like say a young wrestler there, you know, watching you do yeah. your thing and picking up how you do your thing, yeah. and then you get better as a wrestler rather sure. than you maybe, you know, guiding somebody and kind of being a, a savant or a teacher. Yeah, for and it's the same in wrestling. You mentioned that because, like, I remember veteran guys to me. I'd watch them when I was on the small independent circuit years ago when I was coming up, and I'd watch guys that were really good in the ring, and I'd wait for them to come through the curtain, then I'd leave them alone once they got done showering and getting dressed before they left the building, I'd try and sit with them and talk to them for a few minutes. Yeah. What, why'd you do this? Like, psychology. Like, what would you do this for? Why'd you? And some of the veterans, they would be like, ah, no, nah, just I go by how I feel out there, and they just kind of blow you off without naming names. And because it's money. They don't want you to move well, up on sure. a car. Yeah. But a lot of them, like guys like Tony Atlas, remember Mr. USA, yeah, Tony yeah, Atlas? Yeah. Uh, Kevin Sullivan, another guy. Th- these were guys that were super helpful. Like they were like that's great, really helpful. So, but I, I you know, and I understand. So when you say a guy like Eli Manning, he knows this kid's his future is to be the superstar quarterback of the New York Giants, and Eli just don't want it to happen this year. Well, it's got to be so difficult if you're uh-huh. a you know wrestler, veteran wrestler, or you're a veteran player, and watching a guy. That in in wrestling, it's not a case of. I mean, everyone can have different roles, so no one sure. specifically is there to take this guy's job. But as you mentioned, you know, it, there's only so much money in the pot. Sure. So sure. you know, what guys have, they want to. Gals have, they want right. to retain. That's they right. want to make more. They want right. to take a step up. They don't want to take a step back. And in the National Football League, you're a veteran player. They draft young corner, young safety, young quarterback, whatever it might be. You know that guy's there to eventually take over for you, dude. When I when I became a call commentator, I was looking for any help I can get, and Jerry the King Lawler was doing a great job there. And I like Jerry, and I consider Jerry a friend. And he had a great career. But I'll be honest, like he he did nothing to try to help me. Really? Nothing, zero. <laughs> I'll name names. He did nothing to help me. And you know what? I knew I wasn't mad at Jerry. That wasn't his job. Uh, he knew that I was. That the- didn't bother you at all. Uh, no, it may be better. It may be compete better. It may be okay. compete. And, and he did. And I'm not knocking him. No, I'm, no, I I'm get just it. saying he did not go out of his way to help me. Minimal. Like, I, and, that, and then I realized I could read the tea leaves pretty quick, like anybody could. I'm like, I'm not going to ask him. And I, I, I still like him. I still think he's a good guy to this day. But I knew that he knew I was competition. Yeah. He was calling Raw and he was calling SmackDown. And then they had me come in there and. I got out of the ring quick because I had injuries, and I and he could tell right away that I was going to be the new SmackDown guy. He was going to lose the SmackDown spot. So I don't know if he wanted both spots, but that's not what they had because they had Michael Cole calling SmackDown while JR was calling Raw. Anyway, you know, he, he didn't go out of his way to help me with anything. <laughs> JR helped me. Yeah, that's uh, a shame. You know, uh, but and again, I'm well, not mad. I, I'm no, still no, not mad at him. I know, just, I know what you mean. But it's competitiveness. I mean, well, right, know? it's competitiveness. And I, and I and it's tough when you when someone comes in and you know their competition, and then you say to yourself, well, how much am I going to really help out somebody that's competing with me? Am I going to give them the lessons that I learned early on so then they don't have to go through those lessons and then the learning curve is not that severe for them? Um, and then all of a sudden they're taking my job. Right. And and the thing is, like a quarterback, you know, and especially at that time, like there were only, I don't know, six people in the world doing what we were doing as color commentators yeah. for pre- professional wrestlers or yeah, players. not many So just like a quarterback this. on a football team, yeah. there's only a couple. Yeah, that's so it. So there's only a It's not like you're an offensive lineman where, okay, he's a really good guard, but the guard spots are full. Let's see if you can play tackle. 
you know, oh, that's maybe yeah, he used to play center in high school. He could snap. Or he used to play tackle, let's move him inside and play Correct. guard. Correct. You know, right. like when you have some versatility. When you're a quarterback, boom, you're a quarterback. That's right. If you're a goalie on a hockey team, you're a goalie. Right, right, right. That's <laughs> if, it. If you're there's a commentator a on a wrestling company, you're a commentator. Right. There's only a couple of spots. That's true. You're right so about that. That's, that's why point. it gets really competitive. So there's similarities, you know. Um, mentioned Connor McGregor, who uh, came out uh, yesterday, and there was a video that surfaced online last week, Dublin Bar, oh. of him uh, uh, punching uh, an older gentleman. Uh, and he said seeing the video was like a dagger to his heart. Uh, interview that he did on ESPN said it was unacceptable behavior. Um, you know, listen, uh, Conor McGregor, who has been a lightning rod of a personality, Taz, and we've seen these issues away uh, from the arena, right? Yeah. Away from him where he can't control himself and he can't control his emotions. Uh, he, he's living the gimmick. I mean, that's what we call it in the wrestling business. You know, and it's just, I saw that video when it happened, like in this pub, I think it was in Dublin. And you know, and you know what it was about. It was from what I understood, it was that he was ticked off that this older gentleman, who was probably twice his age, was not. He was at the bar and he was not drinking. Um, I don't want to promote the name of his his whiskey. I think he has a whiskey, Conor McGregor, yes, that, that he, he owns. And the guy was not drinking his whiskey. Conor McGregor, I think, was sitting at a table. He wasn't at the actual bar. He got up and and kind of argued with the guy a little bit. And then the guy kind of blew him off, and the guy looked like he was – the guy looked bombed just on the video. The guy yeah. looked drunk at the bar. No. And then McGregor, he basically sucker punched him. Like, so you're twice this guy's age. You're a professional fighter. You're a professional MMA, uh, you know, a fighter, and you throw hands. You're a pro. You're, your hands are a weapon. And you sucker punch the guy? Are you kidding me? No, I, I – like, What the hell? Taz, I, you know, I've seen enough, and you mentioned living the gimmick, and and I understand he's got a family and everything like that. And Conor McGregor has been uber successful as a fighter. I look, I, I think I've seen enough where I think Conor, I think Conor McGregor's a bad guy. I mean, you, you know, might be right. I mean, I, I, you know, there there does come a point where, you know, you, you see enough examples here of yeah. his behavior, um, and I'm, he's been very successful. I'm not taking that away, but you see this kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, where a guy's kind of minding his P's and Q's. It's not like the guy went up to him no. and started started talking trash no. to him or Conor McGregor wasn't bothering anybody, was sitting in the corner at a booth, and this guy comes up to him, approaches him, and starts talking and starts talking crap to him. He did none of that. Right. And you watch this video, it's, what are you doing? I, I, don't, McGregor? I don't understand. I mean, unless McGregor, I mean, this is no excuse. No, I shouldn't say unless. That's the wrong way to start the sentence. Maybe I'm saying maybe McGregor. It doesn't make except, but maybe he was drunk. Who knows? I yeah, mean, but no, you it, just it, can't. You just got to be smarter than that. You can't be acting like an ass, you know. And, that's well, what and he, he says, "Whatever comes my way, I'll face it. Whatever comes my way, I deserve it. I will face this head on. I will not hide from it. I was in the wrong. I was completely unacceptable behavior for a man in my position. I mean, for any person in any position, that's unacceptable behavior Absolutely. for him." You know, and and yeah, uh, I mean, I would I would imagine that he is facing you know not only legal issues but also, <laughs> yeah, you know, he's facing a lawsuit as well. I mean, you can't be doing he's that. Got issues in our country. He's got issues in his country. There's always something. It's it's for it's just a litany of things with this guy. No it doubt really about is. it. It just does not end. All right, uh, let's. How are we get looking? To We're going to do this. We're going to yeah, do quickly. this. You want to do it quick? One we, one. We could just say do our goodbyes. Well, we could do that. For we have two an minutes. undercard. Anything except that we did not hit up on. We want to do no? our goodbyes for two minutes? Well, just very quickly, you guys really didn't hit on the Patrick Chung getting indicted for the cocaine possession. Yes, we did not touch upon that this week. So then you said that, 
there should be an open. Yeah, and the music undercard. hit it, Pete. Now you're going to redo it. See, this is first time on our show. Yeah. Taz and the Moose present The Undercard. The stories from today's rundown that we haven't talked about on the show. Three, two, one, and begin. All right, Patrick Chung is indicted on a cocaine possession in New Hampshire, the three-time Super Bowl champion. Guys, where do the Patriots go from here? Wow, very good. Yeah, I mean, that's a hit. I mean, there's there's no doubt about it when you look at the New England Patriots. Now, he did not play in the preseason game. Uh, Belichick gave you a typical Bill Belichick response. But um, anyway, you cut it here. Uh, Chung's been a guy that, for his veteran leadership in that defensive secondary, that's been leaned on by Belichick and that coaching staff. Absolutely. And when I said very good, by the way, right after, it was towards our producer, you know, yeah. saying how he did. He's never done the undercover. No, but, he's never done it before. But the Chung, the Chung situation is serious. Well, it's a serious thing. It is a serious That's thing. That's why. I don't you're want right to think I was that. making light of it. No, no, no. No, you're not making it. Yeah. All right. So okay, hopefully possession. Hopefully he gets his life ho- in order. Hopefully, hopefully. No doubt about it. I hope it. so. Yeah. And Shep is, in the span of basically 12 hours, we had three different producers. Oh, yeah. It's not over yet. We'll All of a sudden, more. we went basically. Don't worry, everybody. We over. He's working on a new podcast, and me. he's got a day off today. Don't worry, everybody. Uh, don't worry, everybody. A new Mikey B will be back. Right, yeah. basketball drives. A new podcast will be dropping in about uh, forty minutes from now. He's working on it as we speak, or he's delivering, you know, oh, egg sandwiches, uh, to, you know, to some unnamed New York jet. All right. Well, listen, Moose, great job this week, sir. But we had Basegla, then we had Connor, and then we had Shep. Oh, oh you mean for, on the, the, the hidden emails? Yes. Yeah, it's a good point. Pete uh, the Body, great job again today. Good job, Pete. Andrew Chef, Bogus, and your burner accounts, yeah. and Shep. <laughs> yes, thank you for Inside Joe Jones. All right. Taz, good job, brother. Have a good Take weekend. Right. You got it. Everybody, till Monday. Peace. There's got to be a 10-second runoff here. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 